When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the prince of snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Tom, well, I had an incident yesterday that reminded oh, me shit. of a song we have talked about on this very show. Ooh. I don't know if you'll remember Was it an it? isolated incident? <laughs> Not unlike the one Dane Cook had in a, in a nightclub where that was filmed. <laughs> it was not. Uh, I think you'll understand the entirety of the story by the words you hear next from our Ooh. friends in UB40. She's a brick. Yep. <laughs> There was a rat in the kitchen. There was a rat in the kitchen. <laughs> How has this happened to us more than once that that song is applicable? <laughs> That's uh, you could also do rat in a cage, maybe for that topic. Maybe not. Well, the I problem did. is the rat was not in a cage. That's, it was That's on a loose. Good point. <laughs> uh, you haven't seen my kitchen, brother. <laughs> it's a big cage. Yeah, there's uh, wrestling matches in there. It's like a what do they call that? Like a hell uh, where you got a ladder escape out of a cage, a cage match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cage match. That's it. The the more obvious thing. <laughs> <laughs> like Spider-Man had to do in that movie. Yes. Whereas, yes. Which had a song from someone in the band. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's not get too far ahead. We got to cover a bunch of bullshit before we get into the actual thing that people right, right. are trying to listen to. <laughs> By the way, our guest today is Jacob Williams. Thanks for coming on, Jacob. Thanks How for are having you? Me. I'm uh, feeling great. It's good to be here. We got to we gotta check in on the rat on Ratgate. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> so what happened scary. with this rat? Yeah, it's rat. not an interesting story. It's a, a classic New York tale of uh, there was a weird <laughs> smell in the kitchen. And mm-hmm. it smelled like it was coming from the trash, so I took the trash out, and the smell was still there, so I thought, oh, I'll wash out the uh, trash can. Sure. And little did I know, there was a tiny dead rat in there. Ooh. Oh. Now, I've heard it's of a tiny like... desk concert, but a <laughs> tiny dead rat. So I did sing for the <laughs> rat. <laughs> it's less popular. Now, I just want to qualify, none of the stories have to be interesting. <laughs> we just got to fill an hour, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. By the way, uh, before we get any deeper into this podcast, we have to promote our show in New Orleans yes. that's coming up this very Thursday. I'm going to put this out uh, probably immediately um, uh, as soon as we're done here. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, this is interesting. All right. Well, I'll, we'll talk about this after well, the show. Let me, yes, we're yes. doing a show in New Orleans, <laughs> and it is at the uh, Broad Theater, I believe. Does that sound right? That does sound right, yeah. Um, and oddly enough, no broads allowed. <laughs> Next door yeah. to the narrow theater. <laughs> so broad theater at 9 p.m. Thursday, May 26th. And uh, we got a little advertisement, which was very nice. So yes. it's Tom, uh, myself, and uh, 
hated guest Shane Torres. Yes. Now uh, famously hated guest. (laughs) (laughs) You guys spoke. We listened. We hate Shane now. (laughs) We're still going to have mom. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to this little. We got a nice little write up in the paper. We're kind of comedians of note. Sure. We're coming to town. It's uh, front page news. Yeah. In the Picayune. Not Mm -hmm. not in the Picayune. No, no, no. It's in NOLA.com. Uh, but so this this advertisement we get says that it just talks about Shane the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And it and says like, he tops a triple stand up bill. Our yeah, names what the not hell? mentioned again. What the hell? Look, I get the fella has some followers, but we're only going to this fucking podunk ass town for for my bachelor party. Yeah. Uh, we're and, getting topped. And I, yeah. What the hell? Uh, well, I hope uh, Shane has a good little time. Following this, <laughs> <laughs> JFK, just fucking kidding. Um, hopefully, people can, please come out. <laughs> yeah, if you live in New Orleans, this is a a very good time to see yes. us because <laughs> we announced yes. the show very last minute. It'll yeah. be very fun. Uh, the venue seems cool. Uh, Vincent Zambon's going to be on, or Zambon. I don't know. You pronounce his last name, but he's a very funny guy out of New Orleans. Gonna be a great time, yes. so get over there and hell, get on the hey, come to my bachelor party too. Fuck it. <laughs> You're, if you come to the show, you get a free invite. I'll get I'll buy you a beer <laughs> out on the streets of New Orleans. Uh <laughs> asterisk Tom will not buy you a beer. <laughs> It'll be a hand grenade. Yes. Uh ooh, I'm gonna have a damn uh what are the hurricane out there. Hand grenade to drink time. too, right? I didn't I mean no so. weapon. Uh, yeah, don't say that. <laughs> We're gonna get arrested at the airport. <laughs> um oh shit. Uh anyways. Uh Jacob, what's new with you? What's going on in your world? Oh, uh not much. I had a dead rat in like my back patio over oh, uh, a few months ago that was weird uh so uh i'm i was relieved when you said it was dead i was picturing a live rat yeah. running around your kitchen which much worse much i've worse. had live mice in an old apartment that was pretty scary but uh no nothing like that in my new so pretty happy now sure that's good uh, so. <laughs> i found i found i was looking through videos i've been trying to post clips like everybody else now and i was looking through videos on my phone and i realized i have two different videos of this rat that looked dead on oh. the subway platform and he was just chilling uh by the fourth street ac uh, stop and then i just saw him move a little bit and so i said hey i better start filming he's trying <laughs> Who to knows people. what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah and then a crowd gathered around this seemingly dead still because he looked alive but he was wow. like completely still just on the platform and i have about uh three minutes of footage of that on my phone that mm-hmm. i was like i could probably delete this but <laughs> that's a good reel come in handy someday <laughs> yeah yeah maybe i'll just post an audio of some of my stand-up over that <laughs> that'll be good that's um, playing possum you know what <laughs> you know what that'll be prime patreon content for you people. <laughs> three dollars a month gets you all the seemingly dead red dead rat footage you can handle well, if you think about it you're really only paying one dollar a month for each minute of that footage <laughs> that you're getting. So that's true. Even more of a deal. Yes, yeah. and you can check back in on that video as much as you want. It's not a one-time. We're not paywalling it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> All right. Well, uh, we have some exciting stuff to get to. Uh, well, I want to talk about, yeah, because I saw Jacob at uh, Tim McLaughlin's party. Bummed um, I missed this fucking yes. party. I've never had more fun. FOMO in my life. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very funny of Tim to throw a crawfish boil the week, the week before we go to New Orleans. We're literally doing a crawfish boil. I couldn't believe he did this. <laughs> He's going to be there. Like, And he was like, oh, I can't possibly wait one more week <laughs> for one of the most uh, involved food affairs. <laughs> it's such a fucking to-do, but it looked like a good time. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I saw Jacob. Wild announced Jacob Williams at the party. <laughs> yes, and he asked That's me a legal question. Name. <laughs> His legal uh, name, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was before I was even on the show, like for thirty-three years now. It didn't make sense for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he asked me words that we have been waiting to hear yes. for five years. We yeah. started this podcast five years <laughs> yes. ago. We've been waiting. Has anyone covered Nickelback on your podcast? Yeah, and finally. No we we had one person offer, but the scheduling, it's my fault, because uh, there was a funny, uh, Matt Broussard had a funny tweet the other day where he's like, male bookers are like, or female bookers are like, hey, uh, we'd love you to do our show, it's at this place, it pays this much, here's the time and date, and how much time you'll be doing. Male bookers are like, hey, could you do a spot tonight in Staten Island? <laughs> and there's no like money. or uh, It starts at 7 or 8 or 9. <laughs> it's very funny. But uh, it's very hard for us to book this show too far out because of our, our crazy schedules. We got crawfish <laughs> boils to go to. I've got um, rats to euthanize. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Eulogize. <laughs> you did have a funeral for it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I want to say we've talked about dead rats on this show more than any other podcast in podcast history. <laughs> Even if there was a podcast about rats, the rat cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, our scheduling is a pain in the ass. So somebody coming to us and saying those words—that's what we're looking for. This is the dream. So uh, let's get into it. You're you're here to defend Nickelback, one of the. One of the the bands that people always go, did you start the podcast because of Nickelback? And it definitely was in mind. Um, Nickelback gets a lot of fucking hate. Yeah, classic hated band. Uh, we've t- we talked about it on the Patreon a little bit with a friend of the show, Toby Braithwaite. Yeah, check that episode out if you're on the Patreon. We had a yes. lot of fun doing that. I'm I'm sure we'll probably cover some of the same ground, but we'll try to stay away from it's. Look, that was during the heat of the pandemic. I don't fully remember. I was drinking quite a bit back then. <laughs> I mean, I'm drinking quite a bit still, but uh, but not as much as I was then. And uh, yeah, I I think uh, we'll probably end up covering some of the same shit, but. We'll try to stay away from as much as we can. <laughs> but the hate, uh, I watched a little mini documentary about uh, Nickelback today oh, wow. that caught me up a little bit and reminded me of some of this stuff. And do you remember when the hate for Nickelback started? Um, no, I mean, I guess I just ge- remember in general that that was like a punchline for any kind of comedy. <laughs> it was yes. like, this sucks, like Nickelback. Or yes. But like, I guess I don't, I don't really so remember. So I think... What people forget is uh, when How You Remind Me came out, and they already yeah. had a couple radio hits before then, but not hit hits, but like they had an album that did all right before the the album that How You Remind Me came out with uh, came out, and uh, How You Remind Me was a fucking banger. Like yeah, it was on the yeah. radio all the time. It was fun to listen to, and there was a little show on Comedy Central uh, back in the day called uh, Tough Crowd with Colin oh, yeah. Quinn. And they used to promote the shit out of it. I loved the show. I was uh, I I want to. I heard my buddy said he was able to find like a YouTube channel where he was able to watch all of it or something. Oh, but nice. great show. 
but they used to promote the fuck out of it. And there was one promo that changed the game for Nickelback, and it was Brian Posehn uh, saying that uh, metal music uh, made people uh, want to kill people, and Nickelback made him want to kill Nickelback. That was the joke, <laughs> and they played it uh, all the ad nauseum, and uh, it caught on, and a lot. It became kind of a running joke. Not that that's the that he was the first person to hate Nickelback. But a lot of their hate came from they were signed to a, a major metal label, and a lot of metal fans hated them for that. I can't remember the name of it off oh, okay. the top of my head. Gotcha. But um, anyways, so there were people like who thought they were you know soft and oh, sure. uh, yeah. you know yeah. mainstream all that shit, which is accurate. Um, yeah. But it be they became a, a joke in the mainstream. I think around the time of that Brian Posehn thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so what is, what is your history with the band? You told us uh, <laughs> a very fun fact, which is that you're going to be... Was it in a musical about Nick? Uh, yeah, actually, my friend Leah Evans, uh, she's a talented writer and uh, performer, improviser, actor, and stuff. But uh, yeah, so she wrote a jukebox musical to the music of Nickelback. So it's like um, a full script of a uh, whole storyline of uh, <laughs> scenes in the song with these characters and they sing like duets and uh, ensemble and solos all to the Nickelback music as it fits within the storyline. Oh, uh, so is the story about Nickelback? Or no. Is just, okay, okay. No, That's not incredible. at all. It's, uh, yeah, so it's about like these high school friends. I think it maybe starts at their reunion and flashes back to these friends in high school. Mm-hmm. So there's like love triangles and uh, there's a character that ends up killing themselves. And then there's, uh, I, I think in one version, I played one of the kids in the friend group. This time I'm playing like the principal who like catches his daughter having a party and then he's like cracking down on that. And then I sing like a duet of uh, leader of men with her. We're oh, in different parts yeah. of the house. <laughs> so we're singing different parts separately and then we overlap and it's like really fun. So uh, yeah, so I did like a read through with the cast of that recently, or I think it has changed for the next one, which is, I don't know when this comes up, but we're doing a reading at like uh, June 4th at Young Ethel's. And, oh uh, shit. 8 p.m. I think. But, uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. But, yeah, I did one read-through, and it was, like, so much fun. It was, like, I, I hadn't listened to Nickelback in a long time. I think I heard it growing up and was, like, into it in middle school a little bit, and then I forgot about it. And then singing it with other people in the context of a script and characters, it was, like, one of the most fun comedy things I've done in a long time. <laughs> so I'm super excited to do the show in front of, like, a bigger audience, I think. There. That's awesome. Young um, Ethel's June 4th, right? Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah, that sounds sick. So uh, uh, man, I am. I want to see this. That sounds <laughs> very <know>. interesting. <laughs> um, Tommy, what's your what's your background with Nickelback? You know, uh, I definitely liked how you remind me when it came out mm-hmm. because I think it was. I don't remember the exact years, but I was like, I, I was like a kid who was super into Pearl Jam and Nirvana yes. and all that stuff. Yeah. And this was like current popular. Right, watered down version of that for like my age that was like perfect so mm-hmm. I remember really liking it and Chad Kroger had like the Kurt Cobain blonde yes. and beard yes. look so it like fit very end of like hey here's someone who's not dead uh, which obviously <laughs> <laughs> which obviously I'm you know saying that now with the knowledge of like comparing Nickelback to Nirvana would get you killed in certain sure. Seattle bars <laughs> yes. but uh, <laughs> but I just think in my child's mind that sure. was like an association I would make and I think the I didn't start. I think when Photograph came out, uh, even as a young person, I w- knew to make fun of that. Yeah, I think that was Photograph the turning and, point for me too. I think 
The only one I listened to today that I think is like unforgivable is uh, If Everybody Cared. I think those are oh, the worst shit. lyrics of all time. I know you put yeah. that as a song you like, but I just... No, I, no, I would agree. <laughs> oh, you, so you went in... Because Jacob did something unprecedented. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe somebody else has done this in the past, but it's been a long time. Because we, of course, asked the guest for uh, six songs. I want to say Jacob sent us about 45 songs. What's funny is when you first asked for six, I was like, I don't know if... There are six songs of theirs I like, and then I started listening to them, and I was like, "Wow, I actually love a ton of their songs." It's actually tough to right. like narrow it down. I'm going to count them. All right, <laughs> so there's seven so right did, off the I bat. I did a top. You seven, sent us top but seven. Then I sent some backups because I just thought you sent three runners up, and then you sent us a list of honorable mentions. <laughs> so there's already ten, eleven, twelve. So I'll say the honorable mentions so that people know. Uh, someday, when we stand together, make me believe again. Song on fire. What are you waiting for? Animals, if everyone cared, trying not to love you, next constant or next contestant. That is 19 songs you sent us. I know. It was, I was, I spent like an embarrassing amount of time just trying to choose the songs. So I just threw those in. I was like, to see where, to say where my head was at. But the Nickelback fans will appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the runners up were gotta be somebody, I'd come for you and Hero. Hero, uh, Notably, not necessarily yeah. right. a Nickelback song. That's part of why I didn't a Chad Kroger song, like, but that is the other song that made me think, like, "Oh, Nickelback rules!" Because yeah. I love Hero. Like, I definitely love that Spider-Man too. Because yeah. it was Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. and it's the this first, guy knows Spider Man. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he's in the yeah. same video with him. They must have spoken. Yeah, it's like a very cynical view on superheroes. I feel like <laughs> you know what's funny is so uh, Nickelback is in that. Uh, is in that video or Chad Kroger's in that video. Yes. Uh fellow uh Marvel superhero. Uh he he has another uh Marvel oh. superhero defending his uh his honor. Uh I don't know if you guys saw this, but there was a promo. I'm gonna play it. Uh it's called uh it's called uh Deadpool's uh <laughs> what is wow. it? Fuck, where did this go? Oh, of course, it's not going to load now. Deadpool defending. Uh, it is Deadpool defending Nickelback. Here, to, oh, here it is. Uh, <laughs> all right. So this is uh, called Once Upon a Once Upon a Deadpool. And it's a weird, like, uh, <laughs> it's a weird, like, uh, Fred Savage and Deadpool are hanging out. <laughs> and Deadpool is reading to uh, Fred Savage, not unlike when he was a child in the film the princess uh the bride princess yeah so this so here it is uh, i'll just play it yeah but you know you're marvel licensed by fox it's like if the beatles were produced by nickelback it's music but it sucks hey that's it i'm done i've had it with all this nickelback hating right you think that makes you cool with the cool kids in school fred no it just makes me right it doesn't they're overproduced formulaic ear garbage oh really you know who might disagree with that Facts. 50 million albums worldwide. 11th best-selling musical act of all time. Billboard's most successful rock group of the last decade. Six Grammy nominations, 12 Juno Awards. Those count. Six Billboard Music Awards, two American Music Awards, one People's Choice Award, Canadian, and a partridge in a pear tree. Damn. Wow. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Deadpool just showed his whole ass. <laughs> wow, that was a pretty good argument. He then goes on to just sing the lyrics of How You Remind Me. It's kind of like Steven's uh, sketch wow. on SNL yeah, with yeah. Uh, Melissa V. It's New York. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, those are some interesting facts. Before we move on, I have to play the chorus of If Everyone Cared. 
Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that, stuff, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. That song has some pretty bad lyrics. It is <laughs> the most like fourth grader lyrics of all time. No one, no, <laughs> no one would die. That's not how things yeah, that work. Is, that is. What about uh, old age, Nickelback? Not true at all. Like car accidents. <laughs> There's so many ways you can die that have nothing to do with lying and loving. If everyone cared, no one would. Die. Yeah, that's <laughs> the meaning of this song. If everyone could, uh, each could give a little love, then the world would be a much happier place. And Tommy disagrees with that. <laughs> I would call that uh, the, the 2005 version of Imagine. It really. I mean, it's like. Yeah, it's just insane to be an adult man and write those lyrics. It's like it is truly like you picture it written yeah. in crayon. Like yeah. if everybody loved sure. each other, no one would die. That's what he's saying. It's the stupidest yeah. thing no in the world. And nobody cried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, I like blaming the people who are crying. Yeah, <laughs> you're crying. <laughs> Uh yeah, let's let's hear some let's hear some of the music you you did put on okay. this list though. Um so you already we've already mentioned I feel like we got we got to just give people, you know, we got to give people how you remind me just to get it out of the way. Oh, sure. Yeah, um you one. did you did give us 7 and uh we pro- we we're going to have to kind of zoom through a little bit. Oh, that's uh, fine. Yeah. So I, if we have to skip one, I we have to skip what, one. That's totally fine. Yeah. So <laughs> let's pl- let's play how you remind me just a little bit, give people a taste. Holds up. It's a great it's, song. It's great, and it's 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 fun to listen to even now. It's fucking it's fucking yeah. sick. I listened to it one of the seven ways to listen to music at the gym today, and uh, it was <laughs> uh, it was it was getting me going, man. It was cool. Yeah. Um. So this song uh, was on Nickelback's second album, Silver Side Up, which uh, came out in two thousand one. Uh, do you know the date? Uh, that is uh, September 11th. It came out on September 11th, 2001. Oh, wow. It has yeah. to be noted. <laughs> it simply must be noted. And what happened on that day? No. Uh, apparently, <laughs> uh, not everyone loved. <laughs> Some people yeah. lied. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's back because those was... people were crying. Um, all right. Um, Their album was the second saddest thing. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I was looking at the... Oh, genius yeah. lyrics or whatever it said like it, i feel like it explains this song in a weird way it says like the blind man is unaware of reality around it like it just says like really obvious explanations <laughs> for shit. never thought about it that way <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I would not have figured 
In an interview with MTV, uh, Chad Kroger said that he wrote the song about his old girlfriend, Jody, with mm. whom he had a rather dysfunctional relationship. He kept the lyrics ambiguous, which accounts for much of the song's success, as many people could relate to an ex who started pointing out all of your faults at the same time and caused considerable heartbreak. Mm. Um, the interesting thing about this, we talked about this on the um, on the Patreon one, but it must be noted is that uh, Chad Kroger, between the first album that came out in the state and this album, decided to... Or maybe it's that... Because it, apparently he already had this uh, song written. It was written before the previous album was done. But what what's in his song facts is that he started listening and studying the top like the top charting songs uh, of the day wow. and uh he broke them down and oh, tried to figure out what was making songs successful wow and it fucking worked uh, it worked that's pretty cool he that's, was able to yeah. he made a song about relationships he made it ambiguous and uh he gave it you know a very fun wow. like a like loud angry that's really you know, hook. i think that's like what will smith did when he was starting out with movies he's like all right it's got to have like creatures special effect like he figured out all the elements of like a popular movie so mm-hmm. then he did like men in black and stuff based on like what he learned mm-hmm. when he wrote those movies i remember thinking of, <laughs> did, did he have anything to do with no but <laughs> i guess it was more like which ones he chose which one? yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think he like was... um yeah. yeah that song is uh is is really something. Some 41 was known to cover this song from time to time with slight changes to the lyrics. They played it on New, uh, MTV's New Year, New Year's Countdown in 2002. To 2002. That sounds sick. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. I want to see if there's any fun comments. Uh, Nickelback. Uh, Pookie from Indiana says... <laughs> this is your old buddy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pookie from Indiana says, Nickelback does not suck. Seriously. This band helped me through a lot of <laughs> crazy shit <laughs> friend tom betraying me <laughs> uh yeah that's uh oh wow rise from newport wales says write people who want to write people who want to comment uh bad things about this song you're sad people do you have a life it's amazing song and nickelback are one of the best bands out man they got some international love cooking um all right um, before we go too far into this episode, we do have a voicemail from our friend and foe of the podcast, Jared Thompson, okay. the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, uh, where they just had a very successful Limestone Comedy Festival by all accounts. So if you went there, I hope you had a great time. All right, let's hear what Jared has to say about the band Nickelback. What's up, y'all? It's this week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Nickelback. Um, well, so uh, this, I, I don't. I honestly, I feel like that this is the Lord's work. I don't really know um, exactly how anyone would pull this off. Honestly, um, I mean, trying to think about sort of the history of this podcast and like a band like this where it's like, I, I mean, I guess it's, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I really don't know how you would do this. Like they don't really have any sort of, there's no life jacket here. Like, I feel like that if you're defending sugar Ray or, um, you know, something that's just like stupid, you know, like it's, 
you you just you kind of cling on to maybe that it's fun but this is just i mean i don't see any way out of this uh, i mean is the person just gonna say that they like the music i mean it's just not it you know this is another thing where you you just have to just question this person altogether <laughs> like if, how, how is this what you like like it um i don't know i mean it you know this would only make sense if there was like five bands out there and you just had to pick one and you still got it wrong even then like there's the other four bands are better so um good good luck and i'll talk to you guys later thanks all right thanks jared wow that left wow. jared nearly speechless <laughs> yeah, you're on trial here jacob. Wow. <laughs> So yeah, what do you, what do you have to say to that, Jacob? Um, yeah, I mean, I would say, um, yeah, I think a, that I think he sh- Jared shares a lot of people's views on Nickelback, and <laughs> that it's like, oh, this. Like, I think there's this general view that Nickelback sucks or whatever, and I totally get that. Like I, I like I said, I hadn't really thought about them either way in a long time, but then uh, I guess just the experience of like singing these songs with other people and like having that nostalgia, but also like um yeah like how you remind me it's like really good t- it's like has all this cool stuff about it. it's like conflicted feelings about a relationship in it or whatever but like uh yeah so it's like i don't know i mean uh i feel like really doing a deep dive I, like i was listening to lullaby and i like started tearing up i was like wow this is like kind of moving <laughs> and i'm like I, it's not like something i would have normally listened to but when i really explored it i'm like i feel like uh this guy is his lyrics are like very emotionally vulnerable which i like mm-hmm. in a way that you don't always hear in like rock songs and uh um yeah i mean i wrote down some examples from from some of the songs but uh yeah i feel like um should we listen to some lullaby uh see sure evokes, yeah see what it evokes in the listener let's get it to you right Tommy. <laughs> 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 all right here's some of lullaby Pepe is going bozo mode. <laughs> yeah, the guy loves this one. Uh, he was going nuts to that. Um, yeah. What? Are, so, what are your thoughts on that song? Uh, no, yeah, I was listening to. I mean, it seems like it's about someone reaching out to someone who's like having a tough time, maybe they're suicidal or depressed, and it's, it's, I feel like it shows a lot of uh, empathy. It's kind of sad but uplifting in terms of like he's like cares about this person. He doesn't know how to cheer them up or reach them, and I think. 
a lot of us have had those experiences like being depressed or feeling down and like wanting to connect with people so i guess i appreciate that kind of vibe which i don't always hear and like um you know like a grunge rock song or this type of genre i guess yeah um that song i had never heard before i think that's the only song on the playlist i had never heard before sure um yeah it's a lot uh it's it's very emotional. Apparently, uh, the song is based on an experience in Chad and Mike Kroger's childhood when they found their babysitter crying her eyes out as her boyfriend had died in a motorcycle accident. Wow. Like, I didn't know. Um, however, in the comments, uh, Lace from Columbia writes, I wrote y'all a while back with pictures. I hope you read it. <laughs> pictures of the motorcycle accident? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think that Nickelback reads Is that the, the photograph they're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's photograph. It makes Every time laugh. I do it, makes me laugh. <laughs> What's on his head? It's a brand entry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think in the musical after this is like a part where yeah, it's like a character is in trouble or whatever. So I was like, oh, that added some emotional weight to the song for me right. in the context of the show. But yeah, it is the production of that song is so noticeably early two thousands. It sounds like like the U two <laughs> songs of that era. Like yeah, everyone, everything yeah. did kind of sound like that for a few years. Yeah, it reminds um, me of the tone of uh, Third Eye Blind's Jumper, but obviously it's very different songs. Sure, totally different. But uh, that one's a little catchier, I guess. But. Yeah. Fun, a fun slow song, at least. I would agree that that one is a little more catchy. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, sometimes you just need us off a little bit. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, well, we we mentioned Photograph. I say yeah, we, we, gotta we, sure. give it a, we give it a pop. Donald Trump tweeted out. Yeah, oh, really? uh, <laughs> oh, I did not know this, that. This music video is made into many memes, uh, many times over the years, okay. with different images inserted in the frame. Kroger holds up to the camera at the uh, beginning on October second, twenty nineteen. Uh, United States President uh, Donald Trump got in on the action, oh, well, tweeting an altered clip of the video with Kroger holding a photo of his political rival Joe Biden, Biden's <laughs> son Hunter, and a man identified as a Ukraine gas exec. 
Sec, huh. implying that Hunter Biden used his father to curry favor in business dealings with the Ukraine. Wow. Hours later, Warner Music filed a copyright claim, and the video was disabled. Damn. So, uh, by defending Nickelback, you are, of course, uh, saying, let's go, Brandon, and uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and not I my not president. <laughs> and uh, so, <laughs> explain how uh, January 6th was actually cool. <laughs> Um, wow, I did not know that. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I guess College Fever did a parody of this too. I haven't watched that, but I guess yeah, apparently there's been parody a lot. I did. Um, <laughs> that's really funny to find that the whole Trump thing. Did not know that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I liked the line when he's like, "Kim was the first girl I kissed." I was so nervous. I nearly missed. I feel like that's just, yeah, like that's a crazy. Funny, <laughs> as if it's like a rom com setup. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does seem difficult to miss. very slapstick. Yeah. yeah, I don't know oh, personally because I've never had my first kiss. Right, I dude, assume. It's I hope you don't miss, that. dude. You only got one shot. <laughs> <laughs> Do not miss your chance to kiss. <laughs> um, there's a comment on the song fix that said, "I've met the real Kim." She is a class act, very sweet and personable <laughs> lady. The bassist should have held on to her. She is one of the prettiest and sweetest women I have ever met. Hi, wow. Kim, from Michael oh. in Cannonsburg, uh, December 2011. Okay. Nice. I hope I, she sees that. I think I read that he like based this on a real photograph where he was like, what's on Joey's head? Or whatever. So I guess right. It's a real and clearly they're very that. high in it. Uh, right. How did our eyes get so red? I'm going to guess you took a couple puffs of that sweet ganja. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna guess or you bought an a, eighth of some internal bleeding. And green. That could be I, it. I you was. might have jaundice or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess that's yellow. <laughs> yeah, how did I get so yellow? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, this uh, Nigel. Uh, the video is directed by Nigel Dick. That's a funny name. Um, <laughs> Nigel Dick. <laughs> So Tom, when he does his riffs, he kind of analyzes what makes riffs successful. Yes. <laughs> He'll yeah, study exactly. them, yes. the most popular riffs. <laughs> a lot of them include funny names. That's right. Sexually That's right. explicit I listened material. to Call Her Daddy or whatever <laughs> and decided the... what sort of shit was really cracking people <laughs> up. <laughs> and a name like Nigel Dick is just ripe for humor. Because <laughs> it's like a penis, a man's penis. <laughs> yeah, um, anyways. <laughs> that riff was definitely the how you remind me of uh, riffs <laughs> yeah. for sure. Uh, all right, yeah, that song fucking sucks. And um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I. Yeah, that I'm is, not gonna uh, say I'm like a huge. That fan was the first song, uh, like Tommy was mentioning earlier. That was probably the first song where I was like, maybe Nickelback doesn't rule anymore. Yeah, I think in the show this is like a flashback to where they're like it, it recaps all the stuff that happened in the musical. So they were looking at and they're like. They're like, oh, that's happened earlier. We saw that. Anyway. Yeah. So it you know, makes it make more sense than it does on its own. You, you know how, <laughs> like, we were just talking about how Chad Kroger does the thing where he, like, studies music. This one felt too obvious, where it's like, yeah. oh, you're just aiming for this nostalgic yeah. thing, but you're not achieving it to me. Sure. And I was, just, I was just thinking, me and Tommy talked about this on the Patreon, but, like, any, like, country songs do this a lot, but any song, I'm a sucker for this type of thing normally, but they just yeah. don't pull it off, where... Uh, any song that starts with like it's three parts and one is them young one is them like middle-aged <laughs> and one is them dying i'm balling at the end you got me all right but this is just like <laughs> reminiscing on <That's> bullshit <laughs> i don't know it just feels too on the nose uh and nigel dick did uh direct baby one more time that's what i meant to say earlier and he directed this video not uh 
as iconic. I don't. I don't think. Although, then again, I, mean, I didn't see Trump uh, tweeting out anything about baby one more time. <laughs> All right, um, let's move on here. Um, I do want to say I found some. Uh, we found some fun facts about this band, uh, Tommy. I sent you one that uh, this feels fake almost, but it's on BBC News. Oh, yeah. If you believe that rag. Um, this is uh, from twenty November 2016. It says, Canada police drivers punish drunk drivers with Nickelback. Oh, wow. That seems like an easy punishment. <laughs> Doesn't seem like he's getting the job done. But the story is, uh, Canadian police force is threatening festive drink driver drunk drivers with a cruel and unusual punishment, forcing them to listen to local band Nickelback. Kensington Police Service, which looks after the residents of Prince Edward Island, We'll be handing out fines and criminal charges as well, but it seems it is the possibility of having to listen to Nickelback, which has really upset the locals. Doesn't torture go against the Geneva Convention? Asked one on Facebook. Um, yeah, it's uh, this seems insane. Wow. Um, I don't understand. So the holidays, this is a post from the Kensington Police Service on Facebook. So the holiday season is upon us, and that means more social events, staff parties, and alcohol-based libations. Now, because of the f- that fact, it logically means more people need to plan their night's uh, driving duties. To save any problems at the end of the night, know ahead of time who is the designated driver, uh, write down the number to a cab company or plan otherwise. Uh, now, now, uh, we figure if you are foolish enough to get behind the wheel after drinking, then a little Chad Kroger and the boys is the perfect gift for you. <laughs> so please, let's not ruin a perfectly good unopened copy of Nickelback. You don't drink and drive and we won't make you listen to it. What a weird <laughs> joke to make. Yeah. About drunk driving. Well, uh, anyway, BBC, you want some other shit? Mm. Canada, you're <laughs> drunk. Go on. <home. laughs> um, yeah, that was uh, that was a fun little interesting, fun little story I found about them. Um, l- another fun fact. Do you know why they are called uh, Nickelback? Actually, I don't know if I know that. Tommy, do you remember this? I forgot. I think we yeah. did talk about it on yeah. the uh, the main on the Patreon, but. Supposedly, it's because. How do you uh, remind me. <laughs> uh, let me just double check that this is right. Uh, I'm because I'm typing with one hand. I just wrote why they called Nickelback. <laughs> um, but it's it's supposedly because when uh, Chad Kroger worked at uh, Starbucks, yeah. he would have to give people uh, a nickel back on their coffee. So the coffee was like one ninety five or right. Hey, in Biden's America, it's <laughs> more like five ninety five. Um, enough with the mocha chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I want a black Cha-cha. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the band was formed in the early nineties as a cover band called. Anybody know? No. Village Idiot, and they played. Uh-oh. I think they did Metallica cover songs. Wow. Yeah, and Led and Led Zeppelin. They were cover band. Okay. Uh, and oh, it was not Chad Kroger. It was Mike Kroger. Um, uh, but so it was started by brothers Mike and Chad Kroger with their cousin Brandon and uh, Ryan Peak. The band later changed its name to Nickelback, which originated from the nickel and change that band member Mike Kroger gave customers at his job at Starbucks. He wow. would freak. He would frequently say, "Here's your Nickelback." Not a very good story. That's a Nickelback ass story. That's like, like uh, it wasn't three doors down. Like their first show, like their green room was like three doors down or something. So oh. they just go with like whatever the obvious, whatever just happened to them. I guess. That's interesting. Um, 
I Vampire Weekend, they just had a crazy yeah, weekend. They had yeah, they all crazy turned into bats. I remember Saturday, what, So we were talking for my bachelor party. We were talking about going on haunted tours. Yeah. And we, I went, last time I was in New Orleans, I went on a ghost and vampire tour. Oh, and awesome. uh, it was so bad. And it, like everybody was kind of pissed. I thought it was hilarious because the guy yeah. was just making up vampire stories. Oh, that's good. It, He had this thick, I think, fake accent. But he was like, like at one point. <laughs> at one point, he said, "Vampire community." <laughs> community really made me laugh. I don't know why. Maybe it was. That's true. what the Vampire Weekend fans are called. <laughs> I think. Was there a guy like the Tim Robinson character? That was just. I wish. Saying, I love fake haunted houses. Mostly, I've gone to. I love a fake haunted. Like when people yeah. jump out of you. It's so fun. I don't know. We're gonna find something to do. Um, all right, let's hear. It. Let's hear some more music here. Yeah. You mentioned it earlier. Let's hear uh, "Leader of Men." Oh hell yeah! This is from their first album, The State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually kind of like this song. Yeah, I actually yeah. generally, I think this might be my favorite or one of my favorites of theirs. This yeah. one sounds like a li- like a actually just like a that. normal song. Which <laughs> I, I think like. it feels like a solid song. I think if people just heard this and nothing else, they'd be they wouldn't make fun of Nickelback. They'd be like, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, this was the first uh, single they had released on a major label. They had received some exposure from earlier independent releases, but this was their first uh, big breakthrough single. Yeah, um, I just remembered a story where they got money to make a demo or something, and they only used like a small portion uh, of it to do that, and they used the rest to buy mushrooms to sell. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Pretty cool. Um, yeah, and it was Roadrunner Records, by the way, that I was thinking of uh, earlier okay. that uh, that uh, re-released uh, its once independent second I like studio the twist, album, The State. Uh, yeah. That's the one that people were pissed at them for joining. Oh, I got you. Um, because they didn't think they were cool enough to be a part of that. I like that the song is called Leader of Men, but then he's like, I'm not a leader of men, so there's a twist right away. Yeah. And then uh, and I related to that because I'm like, yeah, I'm very beta. And, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then the character I was cast at is like singing that line, so I'm like, I guess I'm getting typecast as a <laughs> non-leader here. That's fair. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, that, that one is... I just like the sound of it. Uh, it's it's, it's got a cool. Uh, they have an acoustic and non-acoustic. Yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. I looked up uh, as we often do uh, on this show, Nickelback controversy. Um, oh, okay. Do you know, know of Do you know of their controversy? No. What's the controversy? So, I mean, obviously, there's the stuff with them. Um, 
being hated. That's <laughs> that's uh, that stuff's obvious. But they have a thing with um, the band Slipknot, oh, where uh, they called they they said that Slipknot was a, a what you, a novelty band. They've gone back yeah. and forth. Uh, so that's let me just look. I wonder the, if Slipknot they were working at like a boat place and every day <laughs> someone would be like, "How do you tie this?" He's like, "Slipknot." Light bulb went over. Uh, I'm looking this up now. So the story behind the feud between Corey Taylor and Chad Kroger. Slipknot is what people use to hang themselves when they listen to Slipknot. No. Damn, let's I go. Know. I'm sorry. I got Brian Posehn, <laughs> eat your heart out. <laughs> uh, Slipknot frontman Corey Taylor and Nickelback lead vocalists both have millions of fans who have been rooting for both legendary cool. musicians for decades. Um However, this two, the two singers couldn't be more distant from, distant from each other as they have an endless dispute with each other that wow. started with sharing the same label. Uh, while staying silent for years after their first interview that ignited the dispute, both Corey Taylor and Chad Kroger didn't hold themselves back, and their fans saw their favorite, favorite musicians having verbally fight uh, against each other through interviews during which both sides looked down on the, the music and personality of the other. Uh, let's travel back to the past to see the timeline of the notorious dispute. Wow. Um, it all started in 2002 when uh, both Slipknot and Stone Sour shared the same record label as Nickelback, which was Roadrunner Records and Corey Taylor. Uh, uh, and Corey Taylor revealed that he was upset that the public relations team at the label was giving Nickelback more help than his own band during an interview back then and expressed his anger. Uh, he said, I'm glad they could use our money to make Nickelback happy. That's a very bitter subject for me. And if I see any of those fuckers, <laughs> it's going to be brutal. <laughs> After staying silent for years, the feud was ignited once again when Chad Kroger stated during an interview back in 2017 that there isn't another band like Nickelback who has diversity in their music. When asked if Taylor's Stone Sour project were as diverse as Nickelback, Kroger stated that they, uh, uh, that they, okay uh, that they were okay since they sounded like nickelback in the first place damn this what? is an article is fucking horrifically written I, I this can is also just say when i think nickelback the first word that comes to mind mm-hmm. diversity, diversity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these canadian white guys yep. yes <laughs> most diverse say, band i've ever seen i say affirmative action is working <laughs> <laughs> look one of them's blonde the other one's got brown hair <laughs> it's <a> diverse band <laughs> and only two of their last names are crooked. <laughs> Hell, variety pack. <laughs> uh, speaking in an interview with Metal Covenant, uh, Covenant Kroger said, "I can't think of another band that's as diverse as we are, uh, and I don't think that's me t- talking from pride or ego." Uh, <laughs> yeah, because they're trying to be like Nickelback. They're okay, but they're not as good as Nickelback. They sound like Nickelback light. Uh, so he's just he keeps wow. running with this line about diversity. Let's see. After hearing these allegations, uh, Corey Taylor has responded during an interview with 98 KUPD and uh, said the accusations were funny uh, and Chad Kroger is de- delusional. <laughs> On top of making fun of Nickelback frontman, Taylor said that he was voted sexiest dude in rock while wearing a mask on stage all the time, whereas Kroger was voted ugliest dude in rock <laughs> twice. <laughs> I didn't know votes? that. Yeah, that's really yeah, funny. Did them. we yeah. participate in that? Yeah. I mean, get out there and vote. Stay <laughs> in line. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in his own words, Corey Taylor said, you can run your uh, mouth all you want. All is, uh, They just repeat the same thing. Uh, Dude, curl up in a bed with your Hello Kitty pillow and <laughs> shut up. God damn. 
Wow. He got absolutely owned. <laughs> um, if you're going to wear like a crazy clown mask and play scary music, yeah. you can't just do like a war of words. No, <laughs> yeah, no, that like, sucks. <laughs> like, this is how you remind me that you suck. No. <laughs> that is brutal. Um, he compared uh, Nickelback to the fast food chain KFC. <laughs> he said, Chad Kroger uh, is what KFC is to chicken. Is that wrong? I feel like I'm not wrong. I'll still eat it, but I'm not going to feel good about it. You're going to eat Chad Kroger? Weird. <laughs> KFC, more like yeah. Kroger fucking... Chad? Come on. I didn't think of it until I... I, I didn't quite get there until I'm sorry. Hmm, more like Kroger fingers chicks? <laughs> <laughs> That's the ugliest that... guy in rock. I don't think so, <laughs> <That's> honey. <laughs> <laughs> burn. The thing is, uh, that was based on some... Uh, when I also, uh, uh, along with this stuff, when I looked up uh, Kroger, uh, when I looked up controversy between yeah. uh, with with Nickelback, it was a guy coming after that they had very sexist lyrics at times about. Uh, oh, look, that Nickelback has sexist lyrics. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is, the next contestant yeah. was a little weird. It was like a song where he's just talking about beating up guys that are hitting on his girlfriend or oh shit know. which song is that it's, i think it's called next contestant <laughs> that was a little wild but uh, yeah that'd be really funny it's just guys <laughs> lining up to hit on his girlfriend he's like all right i gotta kick your fucking ass now but the guys keep getting in line <laughs> all right now i'm gonna take my shot um yeah this is the these are the lyrics that piss people off is uh it's Mike Kroger singing. Uh, he likes the way you still say please while uh, you're looking up at me. Uh, yeah, I guess, and the song yeah, that figured you out. <laughs> and uh, the song something in your mouth. Uh, you can guess. <laughs> it's not yeah, kind words. We'll skip that one. Uh, there was a big when <laughs> there, when uh, Neil uh, Young left Spotify. There was a million tweets that were uh, Nickelback threatens to release new album unless Spotify removes Joe Rogan. Eh. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I what? mean, the, maybe the first time, but then uh, it's five thousand of them. Uh, okay, I think we've uh, so we've covered that. yeah. It's crazy. They were both at Roadrunner Records and had a few because I think there was a feud also between Road runner records and coyote records where <laughs> they were trying to like blow up the record company mm-hmm. with them. and bills and TNT. yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, uh, brand. I, I saw that on the bbc actually but, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um all right bugs bunny cartoons <laughs> bbc yes <laughs> oh that's what you're way better at these acronyms than me. <laughs> it's kind of what we do on this show that's our bread and butter that's we, why they call you the what you don't realize Starkness. is any uh <laughs> the series of letters me and tommy spend hours writing out oh that's good <laughs> possible <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> um all right Let's hear some more music. Uh, how many have we heard already? Let's listen to like two more and then get to the. Get I think to I only people. wrote down two more. Yeah. Okay. Or, oh, I did three. Damn. All right. That's right. All right. Well, we'll skip one of them. We got to hear Rockstar, though. Sure. Let's. I, we'll hear all of them. Let's just hear a tiny bit of Rockstar because yeah, we quick. did. We went into yes. Rockstar a lot on the. Patreon. Yeah, these are all good for like quick sort yeah. versions. <laughs> Good girl. 
Here's the thing, and I'm going to catch a lot of shit for this. Uh-huh. Um, and I've already had people disagree with me on this a lot. I like that song. Yeah, I don't I do know too. why. I think it's, a fun I think it's funny. Uh, I think there's arguments <laughs> over whether it's sincere or tongue in cheek. I think it's clearly tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah. When he says the I'll have a quesadilla. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking dumb that. as hell. Yeah. But it's like I think I it sounds that. cool. If that came on, I'd still pop off to it. I enjoy it. And, yeah, the uh, fact that it, I think he says like he'll get washed up people that write his lyrics or whatever. Like it's clearly tongue in cheek. But uh but yeah, like right before that when the quesadilla line when he's like he'll sign autographs so he gets meals for free. Like he's like clearly super wealthy in this, but he's still trying to like save like twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's incredible. I like, and I also like the idea of a, a bathroom you can play baseball in. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to picture sick. that. I'm like, that seems like a misuse of real estate, even if you have the resources. I like, mean, you might as well. It's more of like a baseball field with a bathroom. <laughs> like with a, yeah, like I'd rather. That is weird if it's just like you have a toilet in the middle of a baseball <laughs> yeah, field. The sinks all the way on the other side. <laughs> it takes you like 20 minutes to walk to it. <laughs> Yeah, I would just get like a slightly smaller bathroom, use that for like a ballroom or something. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah it seems like he misused it. But then his his bedroom is super tiny because it's what the the bathroom was actually supposed to be. And then he says the hot tub. He's like ten. I'm like, if your bathroom's baseball size, maybe make the hot tub like a hundred people. Seems or low, something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I like that guy comment. I was trying to figure out the dynamic between that guy that just says those things after. I was like, it sounds like Conchu and Moon Knight, where it's like he has like this demon god possessing him or something i'm like who is this who is this guy talking? Anyway. yeah he uh he's like the uh white trash version of lil wayne i think <laughs> or, uh, not lil wayne uh who's the guy who does the like uh no little john yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah um anyways uh good stuff i enjoy that song uh, this song was voted the worst song of the year. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know who's voting on that either, but uh, yeah. Slipknot definitely voted. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I enjoy that song. I know, yeah, I'm sure I in the comments fun. we'll see a lot of people shitting on it. But I whatever. like all the specifics in there. It's yes. Fun. All right. Let's hear if today was your last day. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of liked the message of that one because I, I feel like in Stoicism or some philosophies, there's that thing of like imagining whatever you're doing, you're doing it for the last time, so you appreciate it more and you're more in the moment. So I've been trying to read stuff like that about just being in the moment. So I liked that. That was my takeaway. There's definitely some corny lyrics in there too, but um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about that one, Tommy? Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Musically, it's not my favorite. Oh, my God. 
Mark Bosman from Cape Town writes, I, f- I fuck up a lot growing up, <laughs> but this song, uh, whenever I go through hell at times, I get in my V6 4.0 liter <laughs> and blast my speakers over and over, and I don't stop until the song that stops uh, me from killing myself uh, makes me smile from ear to ear. And Nickelback, <laughs> I owe you my life. Wow. It would be uh, funny if this song was more about like the Homer Simpson thing where he's like, what if, pretend like it's your last day to live. And he's like, oh no, he's just like freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a song of screaming and terror. <laughs> uh, all right, we got one more song here and I saved the best for last. Uh, <laughs> this last song is called This Afternoon. And this is just about getting high as hell. Hanging out with your Let's friends. <laughs> Like the ad lib party at the beginning where you hear the it's like that Afro Man song where you hear people talking mm-hmm. at the beginning. Or I don't know. That one was fun to sing with other people when we did the read through. Like I don't think I had heard of that song necessarily before. Yeah. But it's like fun to yeah. if you're all in singing it, it's about I don't know. He has a line in there where he says, It's not the human walk, it's the human race and I'm like, That's I never thought about it that way. <laughs> It's very profound. That's a good ass point. <laughs> oh that is going to change. That's going to make me live a little different. Makes me look at everything differently. Yeah. <laughs> I know that like his the scream is like his signature thing, but for a song about chilling out, yeah. Dobin <laughs> sounds like he's going to the doctor right after. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. I mean, it, the chorus sounds like a country song. Yes. But it's so true. We get it's up, very we weird. fall down. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's trying to. <laughs> it's like a bizarre uh, artifact. Of this he, song. He's trying to do friends in low places, but the a rock. Oh, version, so he's like trying um, to reach that audience. Okay. He says, yeah. uh, by his own life experience, he explained it's a good rock and roll version of Garth Brooks' "Friend in Low Places." No, it's not. <laughs> um, um, anyone who's it's way ever, better. Anyone who's ever had roommates <laughs> or more than a couple will relate to this song. I used to have four roommates. We all lived in this house. It was a bunch of drunken kids. Bare getting by trying to find money for beer food was low on the priority list so it's a song about trying to get by and having the best of times ever um, wow it's just i can't relate to that because i don't have any friends but <laughs> this is the problem this is like again where it comes like it's like photographed to me where it's like i see what they're trying to do this is the type of song i would normally like like i love yeah. friends in low places that song fucking rules yeah this is this, this ain't is, this ain't yeah. it this is a song. Ted. If I heard it in isolation, I'd probably be like, oh, "This sucks." But I, I think because I, I think I, my first impression was singing it as a group as part of yeah. a show. I was like, "Oh, this is like so fun to sing along to." So 
it might be like a bias of sure. hanging out in a fun group when you hear it. Yeah. You, there's probably a lot of shitty songs that you hear in that setting and you're into it because it's just you're right. in a fun setting. Yes. But yeah. Um. All right. Let's get to the listeners of this show. They cool. sent in thoughts and I have a feeling these are going to be juicy. Uh, all right. First off, we go to the Patreon. I think we got a lot of Patreon comments, so we, we might not be able to get to a lot of oh, the wow. Facebook ones. But if you want your comments guaranteed to be read, get on the damn Patreon. It's only $3 a damn month, and you get uh, cool. bonus episodes and ad-free apps. It's a good time we're having over there. Um, all right. First off, oh, and welcome to our new patron, uh, Kuna Yannick. Who, uh, I just saw that name pop up there. Thank you. Uh, Toby Braithwaite uh, says, finally, someone with the guts to defend Chatty K and his merry <laughs> minstrels. Very curious to see if there's any song pick crossover with the Patreon app, given I couldn't bring myself to listen Beyond Silver sign up, with the exception of Rockstar, which was and is a total banger. Thank you, Toby. <laughs> uh, we did do Rockstar again. Yeah, yeah, we did Rockstar again. I'm sure. I, I'm almost certain Toby had how you remind me on there. Uh, we definitely right. talked about it. Yeah, at the, at the least. Yeah. Um, well, Toby, you'll know if there's any crossover yeah, more I'm than that. Yeah, curious other songs. Um, Paige writes, uh, Chad Kroger and Avril Lavigne were only married for two years from 2013 to 2015. Am I the only one who thought they were married for much longer than that? I agree. I thought that yeah. too. I, I had to double check that they weren't still together, even though we did talk about that on the last one. <laughs> um, the question is, which Avril? <laughs> uh, Will Gates says, you're talking about Nickelback, and this is how you remind me? <laughs> nice. Well done, Will. Um Oh, here we go. I was about to say, when it was one of these coming, uh, Dave says they have a song called Something in Your Mouth off their <laughs> album Dark Horse. The floor is yours, Tommy. <laughs> uh, Jason Jeanson said, I saw them in concert, and during Rockstar, they picked two people from the crowd to come on stage and sing with them, a man and a woman. They explicitly said, only come up if you know the words to the song. <laughs> so, of course, right as they started, the woman says, oh, I don't know the words. The crowd immediately turned against her and started booing. The only thing that saved her is the man that pulled up did did, uh, did know the words and killed it. Uh, Damn. Wow. What that stupid lady. That settles the battle of the sexes. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they started writing those misogynistic lyrics. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Max Rappaport says, uh, I heard Tommy's favorite Nickelback was Kenny Moore the second. Is that a horse? That Is it ha- must be a type horse. of horse? It must be a type of horse. I gotta, now I got to look this up because I'm sure Max is very funny and I'm sure that that's a good. All right. Because I. Don't know that uh, oh, uh, it's a football cornerback. Wait, why is that? Oh, okay. Kenny Moore. Okay. Yeah. Wait, why would that? Oh, because Nickelback. Yeah, yeah, is Nickelback a football. football. I was, I was just prepared for a I horse see. rip, so it could be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah. it's because yeah. uh, he played for the Colts, mm. so it is a horse. Okay. Rip still. <laughs> 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 that took. Uh, sorry, I should have known that. I knew, I knew, I recognized that name, and I was like, but I was just looking for a horse. <laughs> so, wow, that was a deep pull <laughs> <bull> there, <laughs> Rex. <laughs> But I'm glad we got to the bottom of it. I feel like an idiot. I love Kenny Moore. I, uh, that uh, he was a he was a star of uh, Hard Knocks uh, season. Uh, all right, Brandon Thompson says I feel kind of bad for them. 
They all have to know that they are unquestionably the premier band when it comes to being the butt of the joke. <laughs> kind of like the, you know how I know you're, uh, yeah, well, we the said Coldplay, that on Coldplay. Coldplay. You, you know how I know you're gay because you like Coldplay. Bid from 40-year-old virgin. How do you shake that? Seems like once it's popular to hate you, there's no turning back. Totally agree, Brandon. I think we probably mentioned that on the Patreon one, too, because that is the other classic example. Uh, my dear friend Joshua Murphy, who I just got to see in uh, hey. Bloomington, uh, mm-hmm. said, uh, when I was a kid, I was really into their song from the first Spider-Man movie. For some reason, it's still one of the three songs I kind of just sing quietly to myself <laughs> if I'm waiting in line at the store or else just bored. For some reason, the other two songs I rotate in my head are Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton and Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. <laughs> Good to know, Josh. <laughs> we will forward that to a therapist directly. And, uh, <laughs> uh, that's I totally get that though. That that uh, and they say that a hero could save song. me. Do we have anything on the Twitter? Yes, we got a bunch. Yeah, we okay, on the Twitter we have got uh, Mike Carrazzo, who wrote the amazing theme song for the show. Yes. Said, How You Remind Me is a legit banger, and they're fine, but they got annoying, so they became a punchline that overstayed its welcome so hard that people actually started defending them again. LOL. Mm, damn. Canada's Canada own. Jason said, They're like pioneers of bland vanilla radio rock. One of my old coworkers told me he met them at his hotel job, and they were a-holes. Damn. Oh, oh damn. Shit. Kristen Karn said, I don't get the hate, but then again, I love Creed. <laughs> da, da, da. Yeah, yep, there we go. Graham K., famous Canadian, said, they eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> he also told me to eat shit today. It must be his uh, thing he likes what? to say. Wait, who said that? Graham, Graham K. K. <laughs> <laughs> Another Canadian. Everyone's got to eat shit these days. <laughs> Is that what the song something in your mouth says? In America, he can't afford food. Uh, Zach Holder said, I saw the Japanese band Mono in a little ballroom across the street from an arena that Nickelback was playing. The shows let out at the same time, and it was like two very different armies marching into battle. That's a fun image. Nick Porcaro said, not a fan at all, but their album Dark Horse inspired one of my favorite albums, Addicted by Devin Townsend Project, so I can't fully hate. Pete David said, I was playing Verses by Pearl Jam in the car, and a friend of mine said, oh, I guess this is what became Nickelback, and that annoyed me. (laughs) (laughs) Pokenomics said, generally speaking, most people like to treat Nickelback like they treat Blue Box mac and cheese. You know it's not great, but you enjoyed it when you were young. They're bigger and better out there, but it's okay to revisit now and then. Uh, H. Lee said, it's just popular to dislike them. No one has ever given me a legitimate reason why they're not good. And then last one, Mark Urban said that the Axe body spray of bands, everyone says they don't use it, it smells bad, and you would (laughs) never buy it, but you go into every, but you fucking smell it in every locker room you go to. (laughs) Damn. Uh, Well put. Good comments. I'll just read a couple from the Facebook. Uh, Alex Schubert writes, writing way less of an essay this time. They have legitimately good songs. They even have legitimately great songs. They're fun, have a good sense of humor about themselves, and Chad has a good voice for rock, even though he's a colossal douche. But how on earth did Rockstar... The biggest ear sore from the 2000s end up as the one people uh, the one people want to sing at karaoke nights the most. That song makes me want to cut my hair and change my name. <laughs> well done, uh, Alex. Um, 
Just in case, McCall says, I remember owning uh, All the Right Reasons, which had some of their hits when I was 14. Half the songs are about fucking. It comes off as cringy for a 40-year-old to sing about picking up his uh, girlfriend from her mom's house to get head in his back seat. Tommy <laughs> would beg to differ. <laughs> JK, JK, it's horse stuff now. <laughs> um, all right, that's all the comments. <laughs> I do like that as our slogan. Stand by your band. It's horse stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like our like apology that Domino's made. <laughs> if you stopped listening because of all the pedophile stuff, don't worry. We've made it horse stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, we gotta get new t-shirts. Uh, by the way, get the t-shirts we already have. Uh, I think it's funapparel.com. Search my name, Tom Takar, and uh, you'll see uh, the shirts. All right. That brings us to our last couple bits on this show. Uh, we, we have to have you, before we rate the playlist, you get to give us your final thoughts on Nickelback, Jacob. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, my final thoughts. Uh, I feel like uh, I guess some of it doesn't hold up, but I think that is also because I feel like they are very prolific. They wrote a lot of songs, so it's of course it's not all going to be gold. But uh, but uh, yeah, I feel like there's some catchy stuff. I like listening to Lullaby or Leader of Men, and uh, I'm excited to sing them as part of a musical. And I kind of re- I think I relate to their whole thing of being like they used to be popular and they're. I actually had, I wasn't popular, so that doesn't. Make sense. <laughs> But in terms of, I do sometimes feel like a nickel bag of comedians in terms of being like, I'm like, yeah, I have some like corny stuff. I'm just trying to do my best. And I'm sure lots of people would make fun of my act, but uh, I'm just going to keep trying to come up with jokes. I don't know. But uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, I, I kind of enjoy some of their stuff and uh, I get why some people don't like it. But uh, I think they would enjoy the musical that I'm doing a part in so i hope they check that out yeah, yeah. get over there yeah. what was the name of the venue again uh it's young ethel's june young 4th Ethel's. 8 p.m it's called dime forward a nickelback musical yes right. all right get over there that leah um, evans wrote so i'm just doing a roll. all sounds right sounds good time sounds for like us to rate fun. the playlist that sounds like a fun ass show i definitely want to see it um Time to rate the playlist. I'd say we still rate it out of six, even though we have okay. seven songs. Oh, my pick bad. a song. That's okay. <laughs> uh, we'll pick us. We get to each pick our own uh, way of doing that. Uh, I'm just gonna cut photograph off of there and pretend I didn't hear it again. Um, <laughs> but uh, I am gonna go with a solid. Uh, this is hard because. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm gonna go with. You're a gonna solid... be the good guy. Don't worry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're a good cop. Uh, I am gonna go with a solid 2.75 out of six. Yep. <laughs> uh, because I, I, I mean, how you remind me gets a full gets a full point on its own. Maybe even more. I enjoy Rockstar, and I kind of enjoy. I, I enjoyed Leader of Men more than I thought I would. Um. I but yeah, the rest of it's just not for me. If uh, it's it's just a little too corny, I think for me. Sure. Um, this this after it's, I don't mind the, what he did. I don't mind his style of going like I want to chase whatever it is. If it, if it works, it works. And how you remind me, I think it works. They're having fun in Rockstar. I think they're having a good time. When songs like this afternoon and if today was your last day, just uh, they they feel like trying hard too hard a little bit and so i gotta i gotta knock them but they still that's not the lowest score we've given on the show and according to societal standards <laughs> they would get the lowest score yeah. so that's that's better than uh one would think they would get oh, cool. uh tommy what do you got 
Jacob, this is not an indictment of you or taste. The musical, which I'm sure will be very fun. But when I was listening to them today, I was in the laundromat, <laughs> one of the eight ways to listen to music. <laughs> and, uh, I was in the laundromat, and I was just thinking, here's my here's my take. <laughs> Nickelback should have been a band that had How You Remind Me and was a one-hit wonder. And everyone's like, oh, whatever happened to that band? That song was great. Like a Nine Days with Story of a Girl. Yes. It should be a band that you remind. Like, oh, I love that song. Yeah, like that's so crazy. What happened to those? We should not know anything else about them. Yeah. I think they made one great rock song and a thousand really bad uh, <laughs> rock songs. And I think that song fucking rules. And every other song is just like very grating to me. And I instantly yes. want to change it when it starts. You know what's <laughs> funny that you say that is at the end of this play, because I made it into a Spotify playlist. And oh. as soon as that was done, it started playing One Hit Wonders that I was like, what Uh-oh. the fuck? I forgot about this song. Yeah. And Nickelback could have comfortably fit with yeah, that. Yeah, or something, yeah. yeah. Or something like Fuel or something. Where maybe they had a yes. couple, but okay. like, yeah. it's just like, the fact that they are still such a big cultural yeah. thing is just yeah. very not, yeah, in correlation with what they are to me. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, but, you know, we aren't the only voices in this <laughs> on this podcast. Jacob, you get to give uh, your rating of the playlist as well. I thought well. you were about to pass the mic to the cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, Pepe also the most important some um, Yeah, I think... Uh, one, one, three. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like uh, there's some... Fun. Yeah, like you said, maybe... Yeah, maybe people would like the more... If they, or rally behind them if they were like a one-hit wonder and then they like discover these and these weren't as well known. Like they might have gotten overexposed. It might be like the... If you don't die the hero, you live to be the villain yeah. or something. But, uh, but yeah, I, I feel like I do like a lot of the stuff. Uh, like, yeah, I feel like Leader of Men is catchy. I like... I think because I sang it with other people this afternoon, I got kind of into <laughs> lullaby. It made me cry. So yeah, you got to give that. I'm on board yeah. with that. <laughs> uh, how You Remind Me is fun. Uh, Rockstar has got some funny stuff. So uh, I guess if today was your last day, I like the message, but it's like a little silly and photograph. Those two are a little weaker for me. So I guess because uh, of that ratio, I might give it like a 4 Point five to five out of six. Yeah, all right. That's a good score. Fair score. Uh, what was the ones that got like the really low score out of curiosity? Because <laughs> you said, "Oh well, I don't like." Well, I think f- ironically, Slipknot, Slipknot. We both oh, gave Slipknot. really low. Okay. Yeah, I don't really like. There's Slipknot. music we both are okay. too scared by. Yeah, too scary. <laughs> okay. Cool. I think I gave three eleven, like a zero or okay, one, or so. I hated three eleven. Also, Slipknot too sexy. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm just glad my band didn't come in last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not yeah. that I'm like fully. I, I also, you, Tommy famously gave Aqua a six out of six. <laughs> uh, I believe oh, okay. I gave it pretty oh, low. <laughs> which I, and by the way, we should have talked about this. Did you hear that in the Barbie fucking movie? Yeah. Starring Margot Robbie. Yes. My my friend. Is that that's a new movie? New movie yeah. coming out, I think oh, this wow. year or next year. That. They're not they've announced that they will not be playing the song Very Bizarre. by Aqua. Yeah, yeah that's a weird movie. We should have opened the show with that news. At least I put forgot it on the about credits that. or something. Crazy. That very, news rocked me. Yeah. <laughs> or like insane. they should have here's what they should have done. They should have had like a cool modern cover yeah. of that song. Like a it sad choir in the trailer. the trailer, yeah, children. Or at least like do a new version of it. And then, and then the flash of Barbie. <laughs> in a Barbie. <laughs> and she's in the Joker makeup. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like in shame when she sings like the sad version of New York, New York. Yeah, just do a very somber Barbie. 
This is we Let's fixed your movie, you. buddy. Um. Well, here's what I think though, because it's such a stupid thing, and they made a point of publicizing it. Yeah. So I think they are gonna play it in the movie as a way to oh, be like, like, when like a bait said, and like, switch. As a way to be like, in the Spider-Man movie. Yeah. So everyone yeah. will freak yes. out when they show. Yeah. As a way to be like, don't trust oh, the good. mainstream <laughs> media. Like so me and all the psychology. little girls in the crowd will cheer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that movie sounds awesome. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's plug this show one more time. Young yes. Ethel. June fourth. Go see. uh, What did you call it? Dime. uh, Dime forward. forward. Yes. Uh, And then (laughs) once again, Tommy and I will be in New Orleans with Shane Torres this Thursday. Come on out. We really would appreciate to see you out there. And then uh, I have a bunch of road stuff coming up. I'll be at uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, I will be at the Kansas City Comedy Club, Comedy Fort in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. Bunch of a uh, bunch of dates coming up, so come on out. Uh, there's more that I'm not thinking of right now that nice. they're on my website. So come out to that. Tommy, what you got? Uh, this was just locked in. Me and my friend Casey James Salango just went on a little tour, Ooh. and now we are going to headline, co-headline a show in New York at Stand Up New York hey. Wednesday, June twenty second, the day after my birthday. It's going to be my oh, birthday cool. party, June twenty second. Me doing a half hour. Casey's doing a half hour. It will be a lot of fun. So come to that. Fucking rules. Cool. All right. Well. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple, uh, yeah. I think uh, Atlantic City, July second. I'm doing stand up, and then um, I have stuff this week. I don't know when this comes out. But It'll be like come today out tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, I think I'm actually. But my friend Leo has also wrote a sequel to Jurassic Park. I'm doing a part in that Saturday. Nice. Uh, a show at Asylum Friday. Uh, I also have a Patreon, but I think I literally have two people, and one of them is <laughs> just my parents sharing an account, and the other one is like my first grade teacher. But so if you want to check out my weird musical improv extra content and stuff that's on there but yeah and i'm on social media at mr jacob williams yes yeah follow jacob check out his shows and uh get on our patreon too stand by your band uh you get it uh we'll see you guys next week thanks again jacob thanks for having me thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next week keep it crispy bye